check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to Red Storm Chasers. I'm Vincent here with Craig, Tim, and Nick. Johnny's fans, you've been waiting, you've been listening, you've been holding your breath, hoping that this day would come, and it's here. The Rick Pitino era has officially begun. We've got 12 new players. It's a brand new season. We're coming in with perhaps the greatest college basketball coach of all time. It's going to be an exciting year, one way or the other. We've had SportsCenter come and do their show out of Carnesec Arena. We opened the New York Stock Exchange, and that was just in the past two weeks. It's electric. The mood at St. John's is electric heading into this season. Like nothing we've ever seen before. Well, nothing we've ever seen in a very, very, very long time. Nothing I've ever seen, I remember in my entire life. Right, nothing I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had tip-off, was sold out to the rafters. Two Chains was there. It was, uh, the energy was insane. Uh, it's just a different world, a different entire different world that we're living in. It is a world that we have dreamed of being in, uh, that we, we, some, we, a lot of times thought of ourselves in, but no one else did. No one else. Um, but now we're really there. I mean, we're almost ranked in the preseason top 25. Uh, we got, we have respect now. People respect us because they respect Patino. So all of a sudden, no, we're not ranked. So maybe a little, little disrespect. Well, we've had a lot, lot, we had a lot of losing. A lot more respect than we've had in previous years. Absolutely. To be fair, we turned over an entire roster (laughs) to to not be ranked. I don't know if that's the craziest thing in the world, but you never know. What I I love most is going around now in the city or I I mean, we're in New Jersey, even around New Jersey, you see a lot more St. John's apparel around everywhere. Absolutely. People are excited. People are excited. And we rightfully so. Just look at the people we turned, some of the people we got, the new 12 new faces. We got Chris Ledlam, who committed to Tennessee, went to Tennessee, got knee surgery, and then went, no, St. John's the place to be. Wilker, he committed to UNC. We flipped a UNC commit. Yeah. When no. was the last time St. John's has flipped a UNC commit? We're playing in a different weight class than we've played in, in a very, very long time. And what do they all say? It's because of Rick Patino. Yeah. I mean, there's That's no the difference. There's no doubt about who the reason why we're here, right? I mean, we all know. It's Rick. Daddy Rick. <laughs> With, I mean, he just instantly gives credibility. I mean, he instantly, look, he's won everywhere he's gone. There's just no doubt about that. He's won everywhere he's gone. And what do you say? He's going to jump in the East River if he don't win a national championship? Yep. Yep. Whew. That's so, cold water. That's cold, dirty water right that there. That is some dirty water, but let's, 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 let's keep Rick out of there. I mean, he uh, is in his 70s. Oh, look. So, I you know. Cold blood doesn't affect him. My guess is he has no no thought that he's actually going to have to go to East River because he, he's pretty confident we're going to win a national Good. championship. From his lips to God's ears. Absolutely. All right, let's let's take a little bit look at this season as we, you know, are so hyped about. You can't just revel on Rick Patino a little bit more? You can't talk that much. You know, it, 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 eventually you're beating a dead horse. Never. Uh, so, t- obviously, 27th, if you will, in the rankings. We see the second most votes of teams not ranked in the AP poll to start the season. Uh, in terms of the Big East preseason poll, uh, fifth, which is... Exactly where we were last year, uh, <laughs> which is a kind of a funny turn. Uh, but I, I think that shows the strength of the Big East Conference, to yeah. be honest. Marquette is one. They didn't. Re- this is, I think this is maybe the first time in a long time the Big East hasn't had a unanimous uh, preseason number one. Marquette had seven votes for number one. Creighton also had four votes for number one. So they're one, two, UConn three, Villanova four, St. John's five. So it, it's, you know, it shows how tough this conference is. Let's... 
obviously we're excited about Rick Pitino. Our team is 12 new faces, so you're never really sure quite until it comes out on the court what's going to happen, but this is not going to be an easy road. No, it's the best basketball conference in America. Of There's, course. I mean, think about the defending national championship, who has many guys coming back, is not consensus number one team in the conference yeah. this year. You know what I mean? They're the they're third. You know what I mean? So, didn't even get any first place votes. Didn't not, get a first place none. votes. And they're defending national championship. So, that just shows how deep this league is. I mean, you got four ranked teams, you got, and then you have us, who many, we're ranked in many, you know, consensus things. You know, Xavier, Xavier is six, and, and they've, they've got votes to be ranked as well. We could easily get this, we get seven teams in the, com- in the tournament. Seven, teams. seven, eight, who knows? Seven would be the highest percentage of all time. That would be amazing. We could do that, it. I mean, be, this that would be 70% of our league, by the way. No, it would be a little bit less. No, you're right. Sorry, we have, we have 11. I know DePaul doesn't really get very never far. Been, you know, and Matt has never we, been my strong suit. You know, DePaul's not, he, they're there in spirit. No, we have 11. I just am terrible at math. All right, first game of the season, Tuesday, home at Carneseca Arena against Stony Brook. 7 p.m., it's on Fox Sports 1. Going to be a great atmosphere, I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, as you said, tip-off was sold out, right? The first game at Carneseca, Rick Pitino era, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It's got to be. I mean, absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, again, it's Carneseca. It's in in tight environment, and uh, we always have a great home court advantage in Carneseca, so we'll really get to see this in full force, I would imagine. Yeah, Carneseca is going to be loud. It's going to be hopping. It's the, you know, I mean, the first game of Rick Pitino era, you know what I mean? And the, the you know, students are all there. It's going to, it should be a very, it's always gets really loud in there. It should be Nice and sweaty in Carneseca, as it always is when everybody's <laughs> packed in the house. For I sure. just, I hope they got the Coke and Water guy. As long as they got the guys with the backpacks selling the sodas in the upper deck, that's how you know it's yep. a big game at St. John's. Bring that back. Uh, hey, they sell beer now again. Let's well, not I know, I know, but I, I I appreciate the backpack soda. I think it's a great system. It's um, I don't think they'll have it for this game because it's Stony Brook. But if they do, I think that'll be a real real showing of of kind of the the moves we made. Uh, as a program, to, to get here as a program, <laughs> <laughs> it's the simple things in life, Nick. If I can buy a Coke in the upstairs without getting out of my seat, you know what I'm saying? Well, he might be the uh, Voodoo Ranger Bronx Ale guy now. Who knows? Oh, well, you got a beer in your seat too. That'd be great. All right. Obviously, this is a roster that looks, I would say, looks nothing like the old roster. But even that would be an understatement. There's there is two returning players, two, just two. One of them is Drizzt Traore, who played, I don't know. Maybe eight minutes last year. He did. Uh, but proud uh, every one of those. Minutes. <laughs> proud every one of those minutes. Proud. Not to knock Drizza, I, a big fan. Great uh, fan. Got, but it's just it's funny that of the people to return, he's one. So obviously the good, other. He got, a, he got a good, uh, you know, good mentality. Obviously, he's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. That's why Rick Patino kept him. Hey, look, right? Rick, Rick Patino look, had his pick of the litter. He said, in, "Hey, listen, these are the guys I want back." In Rick, we trust. Joel Rick saw Sor- something in him. That's what we believe. It, you know, Joel, Joel Soriano and. Drizzy Traore. Yeah, he goes, oh, the guy from Long Island. They go, Corbello? No, no, no. Pinzone? No. Drissa? Yeah. But think, when he redshirted, he was game-ended. He's shooting free throws. He's doing drills. Drissa had that kind of mentality already. Yep. And I that's agree. what Rick wants. Absolutely. He wants hustle. He grades on hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who's going to work. Yeah. So, perfect fit. Yeah. Makes sense. Who's the other guy that could stuck around? I said Joel Soriano. No, I know. I was just leading in so we could talk about Joel yeah. Soriano. No, I mean, I, I said it. If maybe if you were paying attention, Craig, yeah, you would I'm know. sorry. I was so excited who, about Drissa. Who, you mean, uh, do you who, mean preseason first team, all Big East? Yeah. Joel Soriano. That yeah. one, yeah. Oh, or Joel Soriano, who dunked on Boogie in Vans 
at uh, uh, Stepanak. Or um, mm. or was it Stepanak? Where did where uh, you go? Tim I, have, Tim, I have no idea what you're talking about. What? Step, Stepanak is a high school. Yeah. Boogie no, no, Flynn? I, I knew Stepanak was a high school. The top New York... Uh, Boogie Flynn Bo- went to Stepanak. Yeah. He Because uh, Joel went there. Uh, he visited, and there was a, a little clip video of him playing a little quick game of one-on-one. And he's like, oh, go ahead, shoot the three. He drills the three, drills another three. And he, he's like, okay, fine. He drives on playing one-on-one. And he's just wearing Vans and just slams it down on him. And I go, ooh. <laughs> Number one college player. Joel Soriano's hitting threes? Yeah. I know. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, we, can, he, we can get Joel Soriano shoot threes. Why do you think he committed to Kentucky? Dynamic. What? Boogie. Boogie committed to Kentucky. I'm talking about Joel Soriano. I said I Joel Soriano hitting threes. Yeah, and that's why Boogie didn't want to deal with that. God, stay on track, Tim. Come on. I am on track. You're disappearing on my statements about Boogie <laughs> getting dunked on and getting threes in his face by Joel Soriano. <laughs> I mean, I, it's a, it's a, it's a small, it's a small story, Tim. I, I'd be honest with you. I didn't know what you were talking about to start with, but anyway. Now you know. Uh, well, now you know. The more you know. Um, all right. So Joel Soriano, obviously the face you know. Uh, he's our big man. We we all know. Plays center. Mister uh, Double Double. Mister Double Double, as Nick mentioned previously, Big East all season. Uh, sorry, preseason. Uh, first team. Soriano was even up for Kareem, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Center of the Year award. Preseason. Preseason, right? Hopefully, I mean, at on the end the, of the year, on the watch list, on the watch list, he's gonna win it by the end of the season. I was just, you know, foreshadowing. You see it? You're just pre-assuming. Getting ready. All right, let's run through our roster because obviously all these names are new, uh, and we, you know, we, that's what we do here at Red Storm Chaser Podcast. We make sure you're informed about St. John's basketball. Uh, so that's what we do. You know, I, I, info, a little infomercial there. <laughs> in case you were wondering what this Red yeah, Storm Chaser podcast is In case you stumbled about. upon Red Storm Chasers, we're talking about St. John's basketball. Not St. John's, the island in the Caribbean. I mean, we could. It's beautiful. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. And not storms that are red. Not storms that are red. I mean, some storms can be red. We, we, if we want to talk about hurricanes, they can be, If you know, on the, on the weather map, they can be red. We could talk about those too, but yeah. that's this is not the time for that. Right now, we're going to talk about the roster for this year. All right. Running down the roster in number order. Just for, you know, easiness. So sake. you can look in the court. And so you can look on the court. Know the numbers. Yep. All right. Number zero. Starting off good. Big, big numbers. Cruz Davis. He is a guard. From yep. Iona, right? From Iona. He came along with our guy, Rick. And a boy. One hey. of those, he's a Texas kid, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. One of the, one of the couple Texas kids we got. Uh, they're probably still celebrating their uh, championship with the uh, couple of pickup trucks that took the whole Texas Rangers there. <laughs> Listen, uh, shout out to the Texas Rangers because they uh, went from winning the least amount of games to being the World Series champions in two years. And, and they beat the Astros. And, and, the and they beat rated. the Astros. Anytime you can beat the Astros, well, yeah. you're, you're plus in my book. So. Also, probably the lowest rated World Series ever. No. Pretty low. It was pretty low. It was like the Phoenix worst. and Dallas? No, but the, you see the numbers? The numbers are actually yeah. really low. Right. You're right. I mean, people actually watched it. The, 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 be, the best game was game one, and it got the lowest game one ever. Yeah, great I mean, game. That's game one was a great game. It was good. They, they, yeah, I mean, it, to be fair, they're not, they're not barn-burning teams. We're not talking a Yankees-Dodgers yeah, World Series. So, but anyway. But, oh, Cruz Davis healing up his hand right now. Uh, it seems like uh, a lot of people were messing up their hands lately, probably diving for balls, all that hustle. We like hustle. We yep. love hustle. Uh, Cruz Davis he- getting healthy. All righty. Number two on the roster, Sediku Abin Ayo. 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 Maybe came close. I apologize for butchering the name. Um, from Ghana. 
And Iona. And Iona. By way of Iona. <laughs> Another guy who came over with our guy, Rick. It's like we had a connection or something. It's, you know, you can see a little bit of a uh, pattern forming. Well, it's good, though. They know the way Rick plays, and, and they have the built-in. Iona was a tournament team last year. Yeah, absolutely. Right? No, yeah, and sure. the Iona players he brought over. And they took it are, to Connecticut. They they did take it to Connecticut. They almost beat him, if only. Um, they uh, You know, the guys he brought over are the guys that he sees as talent that can be huge additions to this team. Absolutely. So you got to trust in Rick, and you know we'll we'll see we'll see it out on the court. It's gonna be the motto of the year. Number three on the roster, Jordan Dingle, UPenn, great name, transfer from UPenn. Yep, second leading scorer in in all of the all of, last year. all of it college basketball. So that's a that's a great addition for highest uh, scoring transfer. Well, yeah, I mean if you're number two in all of the college basketball, yeah, yeah. Ivy League Player of the Year last year. Yep. Obviously, then first team, and now he gets to play. Now <laughs> he gets to play uh, off the ball. He doesn't have to score everything, but he can score everything. And hey, listen, anytime you go from a team like Penn, where you're an all star, right? I mean, you're you're clearly the best player on the court. Uh, to having players around you who are on your level, it, it it's gonna it's gonna boost you, right? Yeah. At least that's the hope is that it yeah. boosts you because you're now playing with. You can now focus on what you're best at instead of having to take care of things that you would have. Um, with guys who aren't as good, it, it, right? It's just sure. the way it goes. And and the hope for Jordan Dingle is that that shines true, and he's now the leading scorer in college basketball we'll this take year. take that. Because that's where the improvement is. Wearing number four this year, uh, transfer from none other than the national championship UConn Huskies. What an upgrade, huh? He, that's it, you know? When things get stingy in stores, you got to come down to the much better New York City. We're talking about Naheem Aline. He's a six foot four guard transfer, obviously from UConn. Transfer from Valtech as well, by way of Valtech. Long time transfer. Guy like guy likes different schools. He's just playing it out. He's a grad transfer, so we we'll only have him for one year. But it'll be fun to see him this year. All right, Dennis Jenkins wears number five. He also came from Iona along with Rick. He did. He's going to be the floor general, or he was the floor general for Iona. So I'm assuming that's the role he'll play. With the loss of Posh Alexander, R.I.P. I would assume he'll be our. R.I.P. <laughs> I mean, he just transferred. I don't think he didn't die. To me, he's dead. Oh, wow. I mean, he's still in the Big East. <laughs> I, that's why he's dead. We're going to have to okay. face him this year. Still so so him and Posh. Right? Uh, Posh, no, Posh all all, and, all uh, respect to Posh. Good luck out Posh. there. We, we love Posh. So. Just wish, not, wish just him not twice a year. Hey, listen. It's okay. He can, he can play well the whole rest of the year. Right? And Wusu. <laughs> and Wusu. Yeah, a little less. But yes. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I like Wusu, too. All right. Number seven, Simeon Wilcher, a six foot four freshman. Didn't sure. transfer from anywhere because nope. he is a f- commit. He's one of Rick Pitino's first commits. From, from Jersey. From Jersey. Plainfield, New Jersey. Shout out New Jersey. Shout out Plainfield. Union County. One of only two freshman recruits that uh, it will be on this uh, this roster. All right, number eight is Chris Ledlum, the Harvard transfer. Again, another one, upgrading. Upgrading his education. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The, hey, the, hey, you know, they, they call us the Harvard of Queens. That's, that's right. what they call second, us. Second Absolutely. jump from Harvard. There's a pattern. Let's hope it works better, better for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope this one works for the best. You see Oakland University in the background just <laughs> looking at him like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the guy in the meme t- sneaking behind the tree. That's yep. Oakland University every time. Um, in case you don't know what we're talking about, referring to Max Hooper, who transferred from Harvard. I think he, I believe he's the all-time leading three-point percentage. Uh, no, I think three-pointers made in a single season. Because there was a time after he transferred from us, he went to Oakland. 
Uh, he was really good at three-point shooting at Harvard. only shot. Really terrible at St. John's, and then really great at Oakland again. He only shot three-pointers. He shot zero two-pointers the entire season. Yeah, there you go. Impressive, actually. Number 11, you know him, you love him. His name's Joel Soriano. Uh, we already talked about him enough, I think. Absolutely. And we'll talk about him consistently this year, I'm sure. Uh, number 12, R.J. Luis Jr., a UMass transfer. He has a broken hand right now. But, so, but... Projected to be ready. Oh, is he projected to be ready? Projected to be ready. Okay, Tim okay. got the scoop, Craig. Then he scooped me. That's maybe good. Pay, maybe hey, pay man, attention. That man's a six foot seven shooter. Sounds like someone did their homework, and it yeah, wasn't Craig. It wasn't me. Number twenty four on our roster is Zuby Ejiofor. He is a Kansas transfer. Another one from a, one, a lesser program coming to a better program. <laughs> Craig says it every time. It's, it's, and it's funny, thinks, and it's it's funny every time. time. Well, no, it was funny the first two times. I mean, I, you I had know. to look at it and go, Bill Self or Rick Pitino. I mean, listen, that's a real competition. Uh, and listen, you, you, when, you, when you're turning a UConn, I mean, sorry, when you're turning a UNC commit, you're getting a guy from a national championship team from UConn, and you're adding a guy from Kansas. I don't know. Those are pretty, you know, historic programs. You're doing something right, and and not that, in a different not that class. anyone doubted that of Rick Pitino. No, 100. Just saying. All right, number thirty is Sean Conway. He is a VMI transfer. Military. Yeah, they are a military school. Yep. Yeah. Now he gets to wake up a little later. Good for him. <laughs> he, Craig, I'm sure he appreciates that. What, what do we say, Craig? Improvement from yeah. VMI. Oh no, VMI is where we draw the line. All no, right, <laughs> good VMI. to know. Thirty-five, Glenn Taylor Jr. From Cheyenne, Nevada, an Oregon State transfer. Oregon. Yeah, Pac twelve. Guess the Pac twelve. One of the few Pac twelve teams remaining. The only two. Pa- no, one, of one of two, two Pac twelve teams actually the remaining. Pac two. Yeah. Should I say the and, Pac two? And, and the slowest Pac twelve, and one of the slowest teams that uh, played offense. So now he gets hey. to be a little fast paced. Shout out That's to the good. Beavers for trying to fight the fight and stay alive in the Pac twelve when everybody else left them. All yeah. right. Number forty four is Brady Dunlap, the other freshman on this roster, yep. Mister TikTok. Mr. TikTok, that is a that is something that St. John I think is going to be an interesting interaction with the St. John's crowd. How many St. John's fans do you think have TikTok on their phone? Saint if you John's had the fan. ballpark, a percentage, I won't give you a real number, but at Carnesec Arena at Stony Brook against the Stony Brook game, what if percentage? You ta- if you take out the students, if you take out the students, because you, you can't use the students, you can't do the students. You have to because no, no, if they have a ticket, they kind of no, 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 you ticket. can't use the students because one hundred percent of the students probably have yeah. TikTok. So you have to remove the students because that's not the real question. The question is, everybody who subtract the students, how, what percentage of the St. John's fans there have TikTok on their phone? I would say 26, no. 27%. No way. Five. <laughs> five? Wow. If you're taking out the students you're taking section, out students. Yeah. Maybe not five. No, I'll you, go, you I'll got go, parents that probably have it because I'm their go, kids I'm have go, it. I'm going to go with 10%. I would say 15. I'm going I'm to say 10. I'm going to go 15. I, I would go mid-20s because of parents having it. I just don't think there's enough. I don't. Well, I'm not saying a little uh, shameless plug. Our TikTok does pretty well, so. Oh, good hey. turn, Tim. Hey, boy, Tim. That's what hey, we like to what, see. What's the handle of our uh, TikTok? Well, it's the same thing as we have for our Instagram, our YouTube, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Gmail. It's Red Storm Chasers. We Shoot own us an it. email. Let we us own, know. Yeah. Shoot us an email Let if us you want. your thoughts. If you're feeling bored one day and you just want to send us a random email about how you're feeling, you can have at it, man. Listen, we read it. We're, 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 we are real people. All right, number 55, finishing off our roster, is Drizzt Traore. We all know him, obviously. He's a redshirt sophomore. All right, now, in terms of who is actually going to be starting for us, 
Uh, I don't think there is there a projection out already. There are projections. There's projections there, out. I should no, say. Well, there's no confirmation. Correct, correct. Why don't we take a little dive? Dive into. Oh, we know Jenkins. Jenkins. Is Jenkins the, is definitely. He's the star. floor general. Joel Soriano. Joel Soriano <laughs> is 99% guest star. Although Patino did say. You gotta earn it. He hasn't. He's not guaranteed yet. But I would be very surprised. Yeah, Patino, Patino said the only places that are penciled in for sure were the one and the four, which, which would be J- Jenkins and Ledlam. Ledlam. Yeah. yeah. So Jenkins. Jenkins and Ledlam's, I think, are a lock. I think Joel Soriano is a lock, particularly in the Stony Brook game. I don't know if Joel Soriano is a lock for the rest of the season, but I'm gonna go ahead and say, I think Tuesday I night. I think Rick was just trying to motivate him. It I would. Be, yeah. That would be my. That's guess. what I'm saying. We, we don't have a true five to replace him. So correct. I uh, so those are three three guys right there. Well, Jenkins at the one. You got Ledlam at the four. Soriano at the five. Right. Yeah, so that, that's kind of your two big men, and you've got your front guy. And then you got our offhand guard, who's going to be. It's got to be Dingle. Dingle. Jordan Dingle. You would imagine it's got to be. Dingle. I would. I would assume. Right. I think. I think. And then it's going to be the fight between R.J. Luis and Glenn Taylor and Naheem Aline. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be Glenn Taylor. I mean, Jordan. I mean, obviously it's Jordan Dingle. I mean, he's on the whatever the shooting guard of the the year watch list was. The Jerry uh, West. The Jerry Even West. though Jerry West was a point guard. Got to love. Well named. Well named. They didn't watch enough Jerry West. Yeah. They do their homework on those watch. My fam. My family knew Jerry West. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. My dad's from East Bank, so we mm. we knew. Him. That's wild. And then grew up in, uh, uh, he was in East Bank and also in Chesapeake. So in Chesapeake, uh, right across the reservoir is DuPont, where uh, Ray Moss and Jason Williams is from. So lots of sports there. That's your West Virginia geography. There you go. For the day. (laughs) All right. I think it's going to be Glenn Taylor. Uh, I personally think it's going to be Glenn Taylor who who fits that last, I guess not last starting spot, but I should say the... Mm. The starting spot we're discussing currently. I think it's going to be long term R.J. Luis. I could, I think long term, and I possibly. think short term. I think short term it's going to be a lean. I think I think Glenn Taylor is going to get a lot of run. I don't think it's not like he's not going to play. I just think that Luis was coming on hard in practice until he broke his hand. So he, obviously he's still coming back from that. Even if he's able to play, he's not going to. I don't know that he's ready ready to be the starter. I think they like the leadership from a lean. So that, right. That's what I think. I, I could also Glenn Taylor's. Uh, Looking like he might be a defensive specialist, we might be utilizing him in certain matchups to take on that kind of role of a shutdown small forward. Hey, I like having defensive guys in the court. Julius Erving, small forward player of the year watch list. There you go. So maybe not. guys, baby. Nick, Mr. Watchlist over there. At least he was a small forward. (laughs) Yeah, at least I got that one right. Hey, you got another watch list. Even Even a broken clock, Tim. Yep. All right, let's take a look at our out of conference schedule. Still. You know, a little early to be talking about conference play, so we'll get to that a little later on in the year. But let's look at this out-of-conference schedule. We'll start off against Stony Brook. Like we said, Karnaseka Arena, going to be a good, you know, hopefully a big crowd. Should be a, you know, listen, no disrespect to Stony Brook, but should be a layup of a game. Uh, And then we quickly move on uh, to perhaps the biggest, you know what, for sure, the biggest game of our our non-conference schedule. Yeah, I would say. We play Michigan. Well, yeah. At Madison Square Garden. Monday night, 6.30, November 13th. Circle it, I think, by far the biggest game in our non-conference. Obviously, with the tournament we're in, you never know. Depending you get, theoretically yeah. could get somebody better. But, I, but not at the Garden. Not at the Garden. Uh, and as loud as the Stony Brook game is going to be in Carneseca, that Michigan game is going to be an absolute ruckus. I would agree. I mean, I, I would, would certainly hope so. Yeah, if, that, if we're not going to get loud for that game... 
in MSG, we're not going to get loud in the game for MSG until until the Big East. I think Michigan will be the first time you. I mean, not sure the first time, but I think Michigan, you're really going to see the impact. It's absolutely going to be the you know, first because, time because while Stony Brook is the first game, it is right. It's like mm. the first national platform big St. John's game is the Michigan. Game. I mean, yeah, we're expecting Stony Brook is like the teaser. Yeah, Stony, Stony Brook's the appetizer. Michigan's the meal. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think, like you said, the Stony Brook is. Listen, they're they're projected to finish ninth in their league in the CAA yeah. of twelve teams. Uh, they have one guy on, on the third all 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 CAA team the preseason. It's a Tyler Stevenson Moore. That's the only guy we got to watch out for. He's from Jamaica Queens, so he's a guy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That we man. have to worry about just because guys well, his that, family will be there. His family will be there, <laughs> yeah, and he would guys, assume guys that uh, play against us that are from Queens always or New York in general. I usually try to drop on us. Well, naturally, yeah, right? I, I would do the same. Is yeah. it weird that I'm not worried about Sony Brook? No. no, it's not weird, but we just, like, no, we years past, talk about New it. Years, in years past, New I'd be afraid. No, no, in years past, I'd be like, oh, this guy's going to go off for 30 points. I I'm guess like, you're right, yeah. Right now, I'm like, no. yeah, um, whatever, we'll figure it out. The he may go off for 30 points, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll still it. win by 20. I'm not worried about it. It's a new world. It's a whole new world, Michigan's going to be a nice test because we're going to get a good game in the Garden that, again, they're projected to finish 11th in the Big Ten. So... They're not the best team in the Big Ten. It'll be, but it's still a major conference. So we'll have a good opportunity against a, a well managed team in at least some sense of it. They're still Michigan. They're still Michigan. They're still a big yeah. program. All right. After Michigan, uh, quick turnaround. Monday to Thursday, we play North Texas. That game is a part of the Charleston Classic. Uh, Charleston Classic, beautiful event to go to, by the way, because Charleston, South Carolina, is a great place. To great visit. city. Um, lots of fun. Lots of history too. Makes it very fun. I was in Charleston last year. Were you? And I, yeah, it was. I went for a wedding. And actually, I was talking to a guy at a restaurant, St. John's fan. Listens to, <laughs> now listens to the podcast. Well, listen to that. So, hey, shout, shout out. Shout out to the guy in Charleston. Listen to Absolutely. our podcast. Go down when you got a chance. Other teams in this tournament, just to give you an idea, if uh, North Texas, if uh, St. John's were to win and stay in the winner's bracket, uh, Dayton LSU is the matchup uh, winner that we would play. Uh, in the other side of the bracket, which could result in a championship game, is Houston and Towson. That would be a Houston, premier game. Houston did. would be the premier game there. Utah, Wake Forest, that other matchup. So you're really kind of looking for an LSU victory over Dayton, hoping you get to face LSU. And then you're hoping for a win, obviously. And then you sure. get, you're hoping to get Houston in that championship game just to build your out-of-conference strength of schedule. And winning is always important. Well, obviously, winning, winning championships is always nice. But playing against high-quality teams gives you the looks you need Correct. in, in your non-conference, which is something we clearly get knocked for regularly in the past for not having strong enough schedules. So, in order to avoid that, let's go out, hope LSU wins, hope Houston wins, and we beat both of them and win the, win the Charleston Classic. Uh, I'm sure it comes with a nice trophy. After the Charleston Classic wraps up, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we've got Holy Cross, that game in Carneseca Arena, then, Tim, close your ears and eyes. On Friday, December 1st, the Red Storm will take the trip down to Morgantown, West Virginia, for an old-time Big East matchup. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. West Virginia's a good team. Uh, I think, you know, it'll be uh, another test of our, for us. Once we get Michigan, the tournament, you know, uh, West Virginia, and then the Boston College. But those, those are the really... Tests we have, we'll get a sense. I mean, West Virginia is going to be down from where we thought they would be early in the year when with Bob Huggins leaving and a lot of players transferring and, and whatnot. So they're a little in turmoil there. But uh, you know, again, still a power conference team. So you and West Virginia is a tough place to play. So you'll you'll still get a good sense of where we're at. 
also for this game, it's the retribution game for Quinn Slazinski. You're right. After he uh, left St. John's, after he transferred from Iona to follow Rick Pitino, he is now a Mountaineer. Very good point, Tim. Very good. Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll be. They ran out of spots, and he had the somebody had to get the uh, somebody had to get the get the boot. Uh, no one told uh, Simeon that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see that, see how he uh, you know plays out there. All right, wrapping up, we've got besides that, we, you know, Wednesday, December sixth, home Carnesecca Sacred Heart. Again, that's a cupcake game. No offense, Sacred Heart. Sunday, December tenth, versus Boston College. That game at the Barclays Center uh, should be a good one. Boston College, you know, not necessarily the historic program they've been but still again another another big conference tor- player another old big east matchup another old big east matchup yeah. playing no. a, playing a lot of big conference teams that's what we year. like to see that's yeah. how you build your your you know your resume it's funny because in years past i'm sorry but in years past we used to play teams that weren't well known but it would actually go on to play in the tournament from the smaller conferences like colgate like we played yep. every year and college well, charleston the northeast is a good region to pick Lower yeah. lower conference schools because we play good basketball up here. Yeah. All right, Tim. Your revenge game Saturday, December sixteenth, home against the Fordham Rams. Yep. And Tim's the number one game. Tim circles every year. So at the Garden, hope, yes. hoping he finds the Ram one more time and can knock him out. Maybe Tim finds him, you know, behind a, you know, in an elevator or something, you know. <laughs> and he's hoping he gets him. Well, I gotta make sure we get the uh, our press credentials for that game, and uh, that's it. Sneak on the court, yeah, take his head off. Maybe I will dress up as a forum ram, take on the forum ram, and not that, like, and they'll be like, "Oh, it's a skit." No, <laughs> it's revenge. I can tell you that the mascot would be very confused if you showed up looking just like him. I think that might be something we would need to look into. All right, oddly enough, and and I know this is you know we weren't going to talk about conference play, but we do play UConn on December twenty third, and. Uh, I'm sorry, I play Xavier on December 20th and UConn on December 23rd before playing Hofstra on December 30th. Uh, so those two conference teams, just like last year where we had DePaul kind yeah. of in the middle. Yeah. So a little weird one. I think oh, we kind of I mean, just squeezed Hofstra in there. Last year you looked at that strength of schedule for the out-conference. Uh, DePaul well, kind of fit that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, but anyway, so that's the out-of-conference schedule. Hofstra was a good team last year. Yes, Hofstra was a good program. Hofstra was a pretty good program. It's the fighting speed Claxtons. Yeah, there you go. And it's good to play. It's good to play the local teams. I, I like that. I, I like appreciate playing Fordham. I like playing Hofstra. I think you know we also need to talk about just the varying um, arenas we're playing in. Yes, not as many Carnegie games. A lot more games at the Garden. A lot more games. Rick Pitino said, "I want to play at Madison Square Garden," and Mike Craig said, sure. "Rick, I got you." Eight games at Madison Square Garden for this St. John's Red Storm team. Five games at Carnesecca Arena, three games at UBS Arena. Yep, not USB, but UBS. That's it. So and one at the Barclays. And well, one we're really Barclays. hitting. We're really hitting the whole. We area. are hitting the whole area, which yep. is good. It's good. By the way. No, good for recruiting. Great. That's great. Good for recruiting. Good for spreading the name around town. And again, claim it all as ours. Really reclaiming Madison Square Garden as the home of St. John's. Absolutely, basketball. that's a huge. That's huge. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see when uh, Vincent Orr is a double vo- uh, double tos and uh, seltzer at UBS. What happens this time? Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. Let's hope. Let's. Hope, they've had a year, Tim. They've had a year. Let's hope they pull it together. Because at that Kansas game, Craig wasn't there. I wasn't there. I have no idea what you're talking. Me, about. Cra- <laughs> me and Craig were at a, uh, a wedding that. Uh, Failed. See, but Tim Tim remembers. Oh. Tim remembers. Anyway, oh, I mean, it did. <laughs> it Could went to the Kansas game. The wedding yep. was fun. Um, the marriage not so much. Yeah. Uh, apparently, for that couple. Um, they uh, go up. I order. I had like a Tito's and club soda. Oh, sorry, we don't have club soda. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. 
Uh, could I just have Tito's? I mean, sure. Single or double? Mm, I'll have a double. <laughs> the sweet bartender uh, tans me what can only be described as the, the Madison Square Garden beer cup <laughs> full of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Uh, I, I then went to somewhere else and said, hey, can I get a club soda? And they go, no, we don't sell club soda individually. You have to buy a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, could I have a Tito's and club soda? Yeah, yeah, sure. So she gave me a Tito's and club soda. I already had my own little cup of vodka on the side. So then I just I had to go purchase a Sprite somewhere, and then I could mix that because you know, not, not, listen, maybe I should have had the whole cup. You needed that Kansas it. game. I could have used it, but it was certainly. I think they were still working out the kinks uh, for sure. I hope they figured it out by now. They've had a they've had a long they've had a lot of Islanders games. So That's my true. hope is that That's by true. now they've they've gotten it down. I gotta say the uh, the old track team that uh, ripped the shots trying to say like oh we'll make our own <laughs> screwdrivers at the garden. They would have been very proud of that moment. Yeah, sure. yeah, they certainly would have. All right, so we've run through the non-conference. We've run through the roster. Let's go a little big picture here, guys. Obviously, the hype is high. The excitement is high. You know, we're, we're pumped for this team. Well, let's talk hype real quick. I got something I just looked up. All right. Oh, boy. I was on Ticketmaster. Look at uh, first two games for the Stony Brook Carnseca. Almost all is certified resellers. Standard emission was the, I think it was six rows had standard emission left. So almost sold out at Carnseca. Almost sold out at Carnseca for wow. a Stony Brook Start it was pretty good. Season. It was pretty good. Love then it. I went and looked at Michigan. the Michigan game. The lower bowl only had three sections that had any seats left for standard admission. And each one of those had one or two rows, and that is it. And those were the corners. Nice. Everything else was upper bowl that was left. There you go. That's that is hype right there, right? Packing them in. That's Patino effect, baby. That's a hundred percent. That's exactly what that is. Patino effect. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. If it's nothing else, it's going to be an exciting year, at least at the beginning, because the hype is high. The people are willing to come out, uh, and it's it's cool. It's going to be cool to see what you know what product we put on the court. All right, let's big picture though. Let's do a little predictions here. How high are the ceilings? Okay. The roof, the roof is the ceiling. <laughs> but how high do we think that roof is? Craig, you're up first, my good friend. Oh, man, you know. <laughs> I want, I want. You want full Kool-Aid? I want where we finish in the Big East <laughs> tournament. Not the Big East. Where we finish in the Big East tournament. And beyond that, anything else. Look, so the so season starts tomorrow. So, you know, this is, we've been waiting for this. So, look, I think we, we finished in the top three. Of the conference regular season. Craig, as always, just doesn't listen to the rules. Oh, you know, I asked where we finished in the Big East tournament and beyond that. What does he give me? <laughs> where we finished in the Big East. Immediately starts off. What I think we're going to finish in the top three. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't ask that question. Good, Craig. Continue. Craig's first answer. Uh, 22 wins. <laughs> that's not, Craig, that's Craig, that's not the question. I'm we're going to win nine conferences. Uh, oh, Craig, Craig. That's not I'm what I'm going to be asked. real. I'm real honest since I wasn't listening. You said a lot of the words. E, okay. All okay. the above. All right, what do we got, Craig? Just so I whatever think, you want. I think we play in the champ- biggest championship and lose. Wow, wow. <laughs> guy didn't even hesitate about Friday. All right, Nick, what do you wait? Whoa, 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 sorry, roll back here. You want we more? make we make the St. John we make the Big East championship game. So we pl- we play on Friday. On a, I think that's on a, given a season now. on a season where we're going to the NCAA tournament. I mean, yeah. All right, I said we finished in the top three of the, of the best conference in the country. Of course, I think we're going to the tournament. All right, Nick, what do you got? Um, I think 
we're probably making the semifinals of the Big East. So Friday. So Friday. So we're making it to Friday. I don't know. I don't think we're making it to the championship game. I think we lose on Friday. I think we lose on Friday, but we make it to Friday for the first time in 20 Friday would be years. sweet, man. I've never experienced that in my life, so I wouldn't I even did, know. I did, I was a child. <laughs> I was, what, five? When was the last time we made it? 2001? 2000. I was four, probably. No, you were five. I w- no, oh, no, you were four, because you're right. Four, you're right, yeah. Most early of the year, in the year. I'm four, yeah. 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 Sweet. What do you got? You've got us losing going to the NCAA tournament. I have, I, us going the, I have us going to the NCAA tournament, and I have us going to the Sweet 16 wow. of the NCAA tournament. Wow. Wow. Right. Daddy Rick. Timothy, what do we got, time. Tim? Uh, I mean, I was uh, definitely a little overhyped last year hey, on, you, my, you on were. my projections. You were. Uh, we, gonna, don't, we don't need to talk about it. We're going to push mine down a little bit. I'm going, we make it a Friday. Uh, close game. I'm predicting an overtime loss on, fr- oh. on Friday. Very specific. I like this. Yes. Oh, very specific. Right. So we can dial that back place if I'm be- right. Place your bets now. Why are you and- trying to crush my heart? <laughs> but we make it to the round 32 in the tournament. Uh, doesn't even win have- a game. First time in 20 20- win a game. game. Three years? 23 years. Craig just has us going to the tournament. You need no specification. We, you cut me off. I didn't know. Oh. I hurt your feeling. He did a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, Craig. <laughs> did a little bit. All yeah, right. Yeah, you use your big boy voice. Where I think we get to the second weekend. I think we get to the team like Nick. I All that just to say the same shit as Nick. Great, thanks. <laughs> Wasting my damn no time. Chance. All right. <laughs> I... But uh, actually, if I want to get a little more specific on the Sweet 16 game, I think we actually go no, we don't need lose to, by we don't need three to and a half. <laughs> Who do you think starting in that game, Craig? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah, Tell me your starting five. No. So the way it works is the first basket goes to Joel Soriano, and then uh, the second basket <laughs> yeah, goes to... Sorry. So I think that we make it to Friday. I don't think we make it past Friday of the Big East tournament, but I believe... I'll be able to watch it on Saturday. I believe this team is an Elite Eight team. Ooh, so. spicy. <laughs> Riddle me that. Um, Elite eight of the NIT, or <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Oh wow, Craig! Don't even. <laughs> start Craig got real dark. The universe. We don't speak those words here sorry, anymore. Sorry. This is Rick Pitino's house. We don't speak those words anymore, That's right. Craig. We don't play the. We don't play. There's the only NIT. one tournament for us. That's right. Um, How dare I? I'm sorry. <laughs> you bite your tongue. Especially when they messed up the NIT. Nobody wants to talk about the NIT these days. In the case poor, the poor, poor NIT. Not well, that's not the poor NIT. It's the poor small conference team. They said, you know what? We no, don't but like, like you guys I, anyway. Like it, at one time, the NIT was great. It was great. It was great. Back second, when the NIT second was tournament, great. and it is. It's now. It's now. It's not. Anyway, I digress. All right. Well, guys, one more final thought here before opening day to start off the season. Craig, you went first last time, and you absolutely blew it. Nick, we're gonna go. You go first here, kid. Um. My final thoughts are, I, I don't know, man. I guess it's just that I am excited. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim, my bad. I, I, next time, don't worry. Next week, you're first on every question. Sounds good. My, my You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. I don't even want to go. Now. All right. Tim, Tim what, give me one final start to kick off the season. What do you got? My final thoughts to kick off the season. We rebuilt. We are remastered. We are ready to go. Oh, look. Right, I'm a, you, you two, you now lost the privilege. You don't get a final thought on this say, episode. I don't know if I can really top look at that. that. Look at that. Ryman, oh, what a guy. What a great way. What a great way to kick off the season. Any last thing from you two? I don't want to top that. I'm no, just gonna right. let, it, let it settle. You just got to let it Nick, let have it, you, let it breathe. Have you, have you composed yourself? No, I knew. I was I was not finished with my statement, and you jumped in on me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it rock now. All right, fair enough. Uh, all right. 
that'll do it for this episode of Red Storm Chasers. For Craig, Tim, and Nick, I'm Vincent. Go Johnnies. Keep chasing.